0: Well, our moms think we're funny. All right. Hey everyone. I'm a Comey. Hey everybody. This is Turkman 82. Ah, <sighs> I'm I'm really pumped. <laughs> I'm super jacked. <laughs> I've I've got more carbs in me than I've had in like 3 weeks and we we just watched Mortal Kombat, so I want to go break a coffee table. <laughs>
1: Oh, oh, so I held off on watching Mortal Kombat because you wanted to see it, and uh, you have not invested in HBO Max, and so I was like, I'll hold off on that, and I'll watch it with you, and uh, and so I was interested in seeing it, but I know that you were more interested than I was. You were oh, uh, more excited to see it than I was. I so. was so stoked to see it. Uh, so, now that we've seen it, <clears throat> welcome to uh, Our Moms sync for Funny, You Should... You watch. should, you, you definitely should. should. <laughs> you should watch uh, Mortal Kombat 2021.
0: All right. You know, I, I went into this not expecting to like it. I thought it was going to be an awful movie. I, I thought it would probably even be worse than the 90s one. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I did not come into this with high hopes, but holy shit was I pleasantly surprised. <laughs>
1: So the '90s one, I remember liking the first one, mm-hmm. hating the second one. I think I've only seen the second one once. I was in theaters, so I think I told <laughs> you the story. Like I was, uh, I was working the comic book store, and and they were like, "Hey, we're gonna go see Mortal Kombat two. You want to go?" And I was like, yeah, "Okay, sure." And because I'm nearsighted, I would take my my glasses off and just set them um, like on one of the shelves behind the counter. Right. And right. so we left, and we got to the theater, and I realized. Shit, I don't have my glasses. So I really couldn't see anything that well. It was all just kind of like slightly out of focus. But I remember hating the movie when I was watching it then and what I could see, I was like, this is bad. <laughs> uh, so I really don't think I ever saw it uh, again after that. I went to watch the, um, the original one. Like, you know, just one day it was like on TV. I was like, I'll watch them like, oh man, this is, this is this is bad. Like, this, this is not good. Like, I was like, this is not a good movie. And the only thing, the only thing I remember from the, from the first one outside the, the sub zero scorpion fight, which is a great fight. Right. Um The only other part that I remember liking was Johnny Cage's line. This is where you fall down. Yeah, <laughs> which I do like,
0: and that when he um, I, I also like when Goro broke his sunglasses and he was like, "Those were two thousand
1: dollars sunglasses, asshole." <laughs> and uh, was it, who is it that he kills? Is it um, I'm trying to, that, that when they explode, like the the picture lands and it's like the Johnny Cage signed the like, autograph picture. Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> holy shit! I forgot about that. Oh god,
1: yeah, uh, that's so good. I love that. Um, but so I, I went to watch the movie, you know, again. And I was like, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, funny story is when they, when they're in Outworld, um, and, uh, Talisa Soto, um, who, uh, I think they're still together is married to Benjamin Bratt, hmm. who is a Bond girl, by the way. Um, when they're in Outworld, they're, they film that in Canada. And I remember there was a uh, story, I think it was in Entertainment Weekly, how the, um, because of the that main walkway where they've got, you know, like the torches burning and uh, it's when a uh, reptile is following them. Yeah, yeah. They filmed that close to an airport. And so that area with the light, with the, the burning torches running down, looked like runway lights. Nice. And it was confusing the planes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, so I went into this kind of like expecting it to be better than that, and expecting it to be a fun movie, but I didn't think it was going to be great. Yeah. I was like, this might be fun, but I don't think it's going to be great. I, like yourself, was very much surprised.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I I knew it'd be fun going into it, but I figured it'd be fun because we'd be like, oh, holy shit, this is bad. Right. But like, yeah, no, like, the fight choreography was good, the special effects were really, really good. I think some of the fake blood was a little
1: rough, but... You know, I think that's very common with CG fake blood. Yeah, I I started this off by saying I do not like CG fake blood. Yeah, it's it's to, um, to the movie's credit they never did the blood in the camera. Yeah, that's that's true. So uh, um, yeah, big props on that one because I think the, the the most notable one and that I I first gave a pass to, even though I still didn't like it, was um, Ninja Assassin. Mm-hmm. Which I have you seen that? I have not. I I do enjoy Ninja Assassin. It's not a great movie, and I can tell you the main reason I enjoy Ninja Assassin is with the surround sound and they're throwing they're throwing the throwing stars. You can hear them <laughs> buzzing by on the different speakers. Yeah, yeah. That's
0: beautiful. That's really cool. Uh,
1: but other than uh, and that had a lot of fake blood in it, and and I I get that. Like I told you, when you use blood it's so easy to reset a scene because you don't have to clean a bunch of stuff up and right, and right. You know, redo the blood the like the blood packs and all that stuff and i get it but at the same time though your mortal Kombat heavy cgi movie and i'm not i'm not making fun of the movie or tearing it apart at all i'm just using this example because we're talking about it which had a budget of who knows how much million take the fight of, uh the what's it the uh, house of blue leaves mm-hmm. and kill bill yeah yeah. That has a shit ton of blood that is not CGI. Right. That they right. had to clean up constantly and that movie cost like 16 million to make. Yeah. So, yeah, I get it, but I and but it could be done the other way. It just takes a little bit of time and you know, I, but anyway, so it's just so, like
0: you you've just got to determine in yourself as a filmmaker if it's actually worth that kind of trouble. And it's like, well, yeah, as as a film watcher, I think it is worth the trouble because, like, yeah, Kill Bill was a far better movie than this. But still, this was a great movie. This was a lot of fun.
1: And I'm going to add another thing in there. was uh, I was reading something because you know how I feel about... Uh, well, I should say how we both feel about practical effects versus mm-hmm. CGI. Um, and it was something you were talking about uh, how... When you're going to do a movie and you want to use practical effects, but this particular part of the scene calls for digital effects. Yeah. yeah, It's so much easier and cheaper to do that entire scene digitally than to do part of it practically and then do this one part digitally because then you have to match it. Mm-hmm. And it's so much harder then and takes more time and actually takes more money to do it that way than it does to just do it all digitally. Right. So right. taking that... that uh, taking that into account when you're looking at a movie like this, if we did the blood, you know, practically, and then we've got a special effect scene in there, mm-hmm. it, you know, it, it probably is just better for them to just do that whole thing there and then move on. So, yeah, you know, yeah. not quite sure, but you know, they, I'm going to take that into consideration when I'm thinking of men talking about the movie and be like, well, again, but I do give it a pass because it's a lot of blood. Um mm-hmm. And, it's it's a gory movie i'm gonna say very I, very i honestly if this movie had been made five years ago i don't think it could have gotten an r rating probably
0: not no, i mean ju- just that one fatality of of her getting cut down the middle oh yeah that that i think would have been enough for it to be an x i think they had to fight to get
1: an r rating on this one really i from what i hear yeah and i i can definitely see that um and the thing is, it's not that she just got cut in half, but it's so video game accurate to where, like, they stay on the opposite side of the blade, and you see the body split, and you yeah. get to see like you know, the outline of, of the skull and the brain inside. No, it's though <laughs> so. yeah,
0: yeah. It, it like they they reference the game so much with the fatalities. I love it.
1: Yeah. Um. And, and so, and
0: that was something we talked about off mic. Is like a lot, like there's so many video game references, but it's not heavy handed. No, it's not. And like, uh, you you still haven't seen the Mario Brothers movie, but like the Mario Brothers movie, it's so unlike the video games. And so, any of the references to the video games just feels like it's shoehorned in. And so, like they're they're walking along the streets of Dino Hatton, and then you'll see in the background Dino like, Patton. yeah, Jeez. you'll you'll see like a big neon sign in the background and you <coughs> like. Swamps for sale, Bullet Bill's bar, and shit like that, and it's like they're just they're just peppering in these video game phrases, and it's like it, it's not organic.
1: You're trying too hard. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. It's just it's just like it, it does. It's not it's not an intuitive way of bringing them in, but in this, it just it all feels like it's just part of the characters' conversation. Like they establish that Kano is this cocky like braggardly bastard and so when he kills reptile and does his fatality on reptile he goes "Ha! kano wins right and like it, it was so organic and it just fit in and it didn't feel like he was looking at the camera going well i guess we're some kind of suicide squad yeah. it was just like that that's exactly how they established his character would behave and
1: it winked with his with his uh his laser eye right <laughs> I do like that they didn't give him the metal piece over his face, yeah, yeah. which would have been easy for them to do. Afterwards, his face was scarred up, mm-hmm. and they go into the place, and he still got the scars, and they stay visible. He, his character, the way they they built, uh, the way they wrote him, was that that didn't affect, didn't phase him at all. He didn't right. give a shit. Um, so, uh, and I told you that uh, the uh, Sonya's character, Sonya Blaze character, wasn't as. I, I don't say it wasn't as annoying. She wasn't annoying yeah. as like the first one. Her character was a little annoying. You know, she yeah. Yeah. she came across too much like I'm a woman in Mortal Kombat. Right. Um, you know, and it's like, well, you know, you're, you're you're a fighter. Like you're, you're fighting all these people that came here to, to fight and then they were like, "Oh, somehow a woman got here." <laughs> and say so, so they even have affirmative action on, on Combat Island. I mean, you know, the, only thing and I she remember, the black guy too.
0: The only thing I remember about her in the '90s movie is her being like, like I don't know, they're in some room and somebody's like, "Do you smell something?" She's like, "I smell something." Bullshit.
1: That, that's all
0: I remember about her character is her saying bullshit. But like, yeah, this this version of Sonya in this movie, super likable, really cool. Yeah, there there was no moment of like girl power. Like in endgame, it's there's there's never <laughs> that that scene still pisses me off in Endgame. game. <laughs> like there's there's no out of this way thing of being like, yeah, I can fight and I'm a girl, and she just she kicks ass and like her characters to have military training and it fits in. It's great. Yeah. It's so well written. <laughs> uh,
1: so I will just point out some quick drawbacks to the movie, um, which is first off, the the main character, um uh, I don't even remember his name, honestly. i yeah, I, I, I feel don't. so bad about that. <laughs> but uh, so the 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 main character, he they they don't go into um uh, let's say Cole, right? Yeah, so yeah. Uh, they don't go into any detail as to why he's no longer a a great fighter. So they say he used to be a really good fighter at one time. um he took the championship from somebody. But you don't know how he lost it, why he lost it, why he's no longer as good as he used to be. Right, like, th- right. That would have been nice to to know to kind of so that when he does get that, that fighting spirit back, mm-hmm. that I, I I see now like, okay, he lost it because of this, and now, you know, he's overcome that. Right, right. That that's never presented to us. Um and he is very quick to accept everything. So you have this scene there where it's it's snowing in uh was it they was it they weren't in Los Angeles, were they? Um uh I don't think so. Because uh 'cause they get to Indiana real quick. Yeah. Um, so yeah. they've gotta be you know, somebody he um like everything that, that happens, uh there so anyway, they're That's why I didn't recognize him. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, so they're um they're at like a diner getting something to eat, and it starts to snow, and they're like, "It's snowing in July." And then Sub Zero shows up, and and then Jack's uh, pre cyborg arms, Jacks uh, shows up, and he's like, "You know, helps them. And he's like, "Look, you've 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 been you know uh, marked for mortal combat, blah blah blah." And this guy's trying to kill you. Now, granted, the stuff that the guy's doing is pretty pretty out there. I mean, you know, he's, he's mm-hmm. making this making like ice the knives and shit out of the thin air and throwing them at you but at the same time this guy just comes out of nowhere is like how do I know I'm not on like some kind of like new prank show like right, yeah. <laughs> Ashton Kutcher's like Mortal Kombat pranks <laughs> something like that like, <laughs> <laughs> now watch this guy's gonna come there he's gonna kick him in the chest and then another guy's gonna be like you've been marked for Mortal Kombat and <laughs> and then he's gonna go with his ass- he's gonna be so funny you know <laughs> Mommy, he took everything. So,
0: bum fights for
1: millennials. (laughs) Yeah. So he's so accepting of everything. He's like, "Here, take this, and then go." I'm like, "Yeah." Even even with all that going on, I might be still a little skeptical, just a little bit. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I think this is probably one of the first movies I've seen where the guy's just like, "Okay, guess that's what I'm doing now. Guess I'm on the run from ninjas." Uh, Right. Like, even even something like Chronicles of Narnia, when the kids, you know, they get taken into another world. They're meeting all these, like, mythical, like, fantasy creatures, and they're like, you are the chosen ones. They're like, no, nah, it couldn't be us, governor. And it's like, well, I mean, you got every reason to believe it in your situation. Here, it's like, no, nah, he's he's just living his daily life. <laughs> it's like, he's not skeptical at all. It's like, oh, yeah, Ice Ninjas, of course. Right. <laughs> and you you talking about the chronic what? Chronic what? Goals of Narnia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you for that. Uh, so, um, but yeah, so Cole Young was a character created for the movie. That's why I didn't recognize him.
1: Ah, okay. See, I,
0: I thought I had a pretty good grasp of Mortal Kombat lore. I mean, I've forgotten a lot of it, but I used to know it really well. And I was like, why the fuck don't I recognize Cole Young? That's why he was created for the movie. So there we go. I feel better about myself.
1: I'm good. Uh, so the the fight scenes, like you said, are are very nice. There. Very well choreographed, and they incorporate the the uh, special abilities of the people into the fight scene. So it's not like we fight and kick something, and then the next thing you know, we're going to get into a big ice and fire match. It's like I'm fighting, and I'm going to use a little bit of ice power here, and then you know I'm going to fight some more. So that's all well integrated. Um, the backstory between the uh, what was it, Lin Kuei and uh, and whatever Hanzo's group is, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. which I. <sighs> I think it's kind of interesting that it's a whole like Chinese versus Japanese thing. Like yeah, it's that yeah. same old, but since it started like a long time ago, yeah, I can see why that's that same feud that's still continuing on. Uh, Jax actually has real cybernetic arms. Um, mm-hmm. I don't like how he got his power. Where his power comes from? That seemed kind of weak to me. Uh, it, it was a little bit shoehorned in, but it does make sense because.
0: Jax and Sonya did serve in the military together.
1: Right, but so, I mean, so if you've seen some of the, like one of the trailers you see Jax loses his arms to Sub-Zero, which is a really cool scene. Very cool. Especially when they show after he rips it or he's like breaks his, his arms off. You can see like the bone sticking out in yeah. one section. That's cool. And when
0: he takes that fall when Sub-Zero pushes him off. Oh yeah.
1: God, that's good. <laughs> so, uh, But then he gets rescued and these people kind of give him these almost like steampunk mechanical arms. I mean...
0: Yeah, they're like bone arms. It's uh, really cool.
1: Yeah. And then he gets his power and his power creates like, you know... Cyborg's unlock the power of mechanical arms. You know, it's like, uh Yeah, he yeah,
0: he does kind of turn into cyborg for I'm a sorry I did say cyborg, didn't it say did, did jazz, but, 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 <laughs> but that's because all throughout the movie we're saying he's just acting like cyborg. He's yeah. like, oh I've got mechanical limbs now, I'm so sad.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's hard. <laughs> Sonya's like, come on, Jax, you can do it. Just punch hard. He's like, I don't know why I always reference like Meet the Robinsons, but I, I love that movie and those that seems like really funny. But, uh,
0: but yeah, yeah, he he unlocks his powers by by caring about Sonia. So <laughs> <laughs> this, that's basically it.
1: Um, well, I cared about uh, her too. <laughs> oh, damn, she was gorgeous. Yeah, she was uh, she was quite something to look at. Um, uh, so it's so, uh, and I like the take on the whole. Mortal Kombat thing. So obviously, we've kind of spoiled some things already, but the idea that, unlike the other one it was like, oh, we've summoned you all here in this whole, like, uh, uh, oh, crap, what's the, what's the movie? Enter the Dragon kind of thing. Right, where, right. You know, and now we're, you each are going to have your little, like, like combat test deal. It's like they are fighting outside the, the tournament, which is apparently allowed. And then you, they fight in the different locations where you find, because they are like, okay, we're going to go and we're going to fight them because they've been attacking us. And it's all outside of the tournament. So they even made all that stuff make sense. Yeah, yeah. And, and
0: I mean, it, it's like the people who wrote it approached it from the exact same level of fandom that, like, you and I had with it. Because every time I would say, "I really hope A, B, and C happens," the next scene was when that exact thing would happen. Yes, and it's not. And it's not like I was predicting the movie. It was like me going, "Man, wouldn't it be cool if they did the spike pit?" And then the next scene, there's a the spike pit. And it's like, "Oh shit, there's a the spike pit." Except he didn't. He didn't fall into the spike he, pit. Yeah, he didn't do the uppercut, which was a little bit frustrating. But uh, but he did. He did the whole like skull crush fatality there, so yeah. I can kind of forgive it because.
1: That's like they—they they did all the most iconic fatalities. If he had, if his body had tumbled off to the side afterwards and landed, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have complained about that. I, I still hope that maybe on the on the Blu-ray there will be like alt uh, like alternate death scenes, that and would that be, would be one of them. That would be super cool. Yeah, um, yeah
0: and Mylena was, yeah, man, man she had hips. <laughs> yeah, so
1: yeah, Melina has got. Uh, She's them, she's got some 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 hips on her. Them hips don't lie. Yeah, it's like I was like, it, you know how like um in um Star Wars when all of a sudden like Obi Wan's voice appears, he's like, "Use the Force, Luke. Let go." <laughs> like when when they, she popped up on the screen, like I had like that that Force voice in my head of Sir Mixelot going, "Just damn," and I was like. <laughs> Interrupted yourself
0: mid-sentence when she turned to walk away from the camera. (laughs) You were commenting on something, I can't remember what,
1: and she was just like, blah, 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 damn. (laughs) I I wasn't expecting that. It's like, caught me off guard. I was like, woo, Reggie got caught off guard with that one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was good, Reggie be dead. (laughs) Good stuff, good stuff. And uh, I really liked, like, Kung Lao was a really good vehicle for bringing in more video game references, too. Because he was the one
1: who was like, flawless victory. I do like that they did say some of that stuff. And I think that that was uh, uh, Raiden that was kind of like saying that like in, like a, as the, the fights were going on. Mm-hmm. And it was – it was – it wasn't bad. I mean – Yeah, yeah. Like none of it felt like they were shoehorning it
0: in. They just like – it fit into the flow of everything.
1: And I know some people are going to probably give this like a bad rating. But like this movie made no sense. They're, like it's it's from a – it's from a, a video game that has these established rules of like just go with it, mm-hmm. and so you make an adaptation of the of the just go with it video game. Yeah, yeah. And it fits very well with that. If you try to make it make sense in like a real world situation, it's not, and then the, yeah, then the and whole it, thing would just fall apart, and it wouldn't be fun. Like this is a fun movie. It's like um, it's like the um, it's like the 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 Hulk movie um, uh, with uh, Ang Lee's Hulk movie. Yeah, yeah. And this whole movie is not a bad movie per se. It falls apart because he tried too hard to make it make sense in the real world. Like, Mm. this is why the Hulk is able to do that because it's a mixture of fish this and that and grow. And the Hulk gets bigger as he gets stronger because you're going to need more mass Mm. in order to get... Like, that's all well and good, but that also takes away from the fantasy aspect of it because you're trying so hard to make it scientifically accurate. If you do the same thing with this, it's like okay you're going you're trying way too hard and you're losing everything about it that makes me want to watch it right like just just let it be magic it's okay for there to be fantasy movies and this movie does that it says you know let it be magic and then yeah. bam
0: it's like there's there's never an explanation for sub-zero no like, oh Col- cold man has ice powers okay that's he, a, that's he all showed I up mean.
1: with ice powers yeah yeah but i uh, and he was badass the whole time i didn't yeah. i never questioned it <laughs> He just showed up with ice powers and was like, "Okay, word." You know, um, it. I um yeah I I I have to say I dug it. I probably would watch this again like sometime soon.
0: Oh, absolutely!
1: Just I one hundred percent would. I'm not sure if it'll make it to my collection unless um you know like a year from now I found it pretty cheap. Right, um, right. Well, that's the only way I buy DVDs anyway. <laughs> so, but not because I don't like it; just that it has to. It has to be considered collection worthy. Right. And right. I know people are like, like, oh, come on, dude, you got some shit in there. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do. But you know, it's significant. Yeah, shit. Yeah. I, like, I don't, it's there for a reason. I don't care what you say, man. Saturn five is still a good movie. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, I'm just saying it's it's you know it's it's a robot that like kills his master and takes off his skin so it can so it can steal the man's master's girlfriend. I mean like he, he he's like you he don't love me because I'm a robot. Look now I'm wearing half his face. You love me now. I mean come on. It was, what's not what's not a love a movie like that? Hey. So so I don't know if uh, this would immediately become collection worthy, but if I still offer the right price, I mean,
0: I, yeah, I I'd, I'd be more than happy to watch this again. This this was a lot of fun. Yeah, and it's. Even Kano, like I didn't think I'd like Kano and I liked him the whole way through because he uh, drew a comic of himself
1: killing (laughs) reptile. And like I said, you know, um, before we started recording, what what I like about Kano is that he's just like Captain Boomerang from Suicide Squad, which Mm -hmm. is he's a bad guy and you can't redeem him just because, you know, at the start, he's working with the good guys or the quote unquote good guys to stop, you know, people from the outlanders from taking over the, um, taking over the earth they're like outlander we got your woman outlander so um uh but he still stays true to himself he's like he's a despicable garbage monster you know yeah, he's yeah. a mercenary all thing he cares about is money and so you know, like you you can't just change me because you tell me that like these are the stakes and the consequences right and
0: like, okay because I, suddenly i care about saving the earth right it's like that's not how that works <laughs> well what we were talking about while it was recording is that Mortal Kombat just feels like a kid in the 80s with a shit ton of action figures. And he's like, oh yeah, I've got ninjas, I've got my military people, I've got my robots, uh, you know, I've got all this stuff. And I'm just going to make them all fight. Right. And, like, that that's Mortal Kombat right there. Yeah. And the further along into the series you go, especially when you get past, like, Mortal Kombat 4 and you're bringing in, like, Noob Cybot, you're bringing in all these, like, weird AIs and shit. Uh, at one point, I think it was, like, Mortal Kombat 7 or 8, there was even a guy who was just a, a regular-ass dude in a motion capture suit. Like, there's so many <laughs> insane fucking characters where they were just like, oh, yeah, that would be cool. And now, ever since Mortal Kombat 10, they're just bringing in movie characters, which we were talking about. Yeah. It's like, that's, that's fucking awesome that it's like, oh, yeah, now now I got Jason. <laughs> now I got Freddy. <laughs> Leatherface. Now, now I got Stallone. Now, like, all this shit's just coming in. Oh, my
1: God. Because to... it's cool. I want to see Rambo versus Xenomorph.
0: Oh, yeah. I just want to see a
1: movie of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So you know, um the one thing that I was missing from this movie that um it it, it 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 should have happened. It should have happened. And I don't care how it happened, um outside outside of just a little kid just running down the street screaming, Mortal Kombat <laughs> I mean, Outside of that, the one thing that's missing from this movie that it takes it down a notch for me, mm-hmm. still gonna get a thumbs up, but like my thumb's not completely up is that At some point during this movie, we should have had a toasty, and we didn't.
0: I'll bet you that'll be in the second one, especially Uh. if, if the rumors are true and they get Ryan Reynolds to be Johnny Cage... Guarantee you he'll say toasty.
1: I don't want Ryan Reynolds to be Johnny Cage. I want somebody else to be Johnny I, Cage. I think somebody else could be a little more fitting for it, but I love Ryan Reynolds. I'll watch him in anything. I do, so. but I, I don't I don't like that Ryan Reynolds seems to be the geek go-all. Yeah, it's he's like, he is the go-to, which right, is it's, frustrating. It's like it's it's Ryan Reynolds or Keanu Reeves. Like that that's uh, yeah, it does
0: yeah, they're they're the meme boys.
1: Yeah, and I'm like we we, we have other people, man. Uh Mark Paul <laughs> Gossler. Um I'm just saying. I just <laughs> You know, except for apparently, Mark Paul is not a natural blonde. Huh. Uh I, well, I shouldn't say. I know that he had to like they colored his hair for his uh his appearances in the Save by the Bell like reboot. Yeah, yeah. Because he's also doing uh, I guess the that's not it's not blackish. It's it's the one of the, one of those in that blackish, brownish, meish, mixedish family, right, right? Right. Um. Uh. But um, he's in that, and he has black hair in that so they had to like they couldn't dye his hair because so they had to like color it or he had okay. to wear a wig or something for that so <laughs> um so I, I don't think he's a natural blonde he could be but i don't think he is so but i think that he could he could make it nice giant he's a little I, old he's a little older i know but i'm just saying i mean he need he, mark you need to fucking regain your crown dude i don't know how many times <laughs> i'm gonna say this if i had to put this in every podcast i do man i mean okay you know look if he's still out there doing his thing you gotta come back come on man just come on come on i think people are gravitating
0: towards ryan reynolds to be johnny cage because like they've seen him in deadpool with his shirt off and they know that he's jacked as all hell so i think that's just where they're going with it is that johnny cage is supposed to be like this jacked handsome pretty boy so like you know give give ryan reynolds a pair of gaudy sunglasses and you know he'd pretty much fit the role I'm, but, I'm sure he'll just bring those from his house. Right. He has them. <laughs> Apparently he just wore his Deadpool costume off the set on the last day of filming. They were like, sir, we're going to need that back. And he was like, try and take it from me. <laughs> but, uh, but, but yeah, like I, I, I'm actually very much looking forward to the sequels with this. Um,
1: I do hope there is a sequel. Cause I did enjoy this movie. Yeah, um,
0: they're, they're talking about it being a trilogy, but you know how that goes. Yeah. Stuff, stuff happens. Um, I, I do have to say, I was really looking forward to what they did with Goro, and I was not disappointed. Um, I, I can say I really wish that he had done his signature move from the games where he picks him up with the bottom arms and just drums with his upper arms.
1: That is good, and then slams it to the ground.
0: Yeah, yeah, so he never did that, but he did all the other stuff, and he would still, like, he was still, like, picking people up and throwing them around with his arms. So it's like, it's close enough, it's
1: no cigar, mm-hmm. but it's, it's close enough, I'll take it. I will say that I, I did think that Goro... Was defeated a little too quickly, but just a I, bit. I I get that that was because um because they had, one you had to keep the keep the movie moving moving along so you couldn't slow it down with a big long fight with him and he really was in there just to be like and here's Goro yeah you know so now leave us the fuck alone fanboys right <laughs> stop <laughs> because, bothering us because people like you really want to see him. <laughs> And I'm not putting you down for. It. I'm just saying, like, if you hadn't had him in there, you would have had a bunch of people raging about him not being in oh, there. Yeah. So
0: I, I would have bitched and said the movie sucked, even though I thoroughly enjoyed it. But if Goro wasn't in there, I would have said it sucked. Right. So
1: <laughs> Goro, Goro is now in there, and and he, he does put up a nice, decent fight. It just to me, it could have been a little bit longer, a little bit, yeah. Um, and of course, you could have had the you could have had the, the drum chest solo. So I guess it'd be chest drum solo. But yeah. Um, <laughs> but overall man i i dug it like they i the special effects were really good yeah. um i especially the ice the the smoke effects were really good yep the yep. ice effects were really good um and who was the guy that um he because he wasn't smoke um who was he
0: um oh the one with the gas mask yeah the iron lung shit i can't I can't remember. Um
1: even though his character's only in there for a short amount of time, I actually really liked this just he came in there he's just kind of like his line of dialogue was enough to really just kind of cement who he was. Yeah. Yeah, because he looks like this
0: super menacing sci-fi figure, like, almost a steampunkish type with like all these like
1: yeah, like hoses and tubes, like like a steampunk Darth Vader.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then he starts talking and he just sounds like some, like, cheesy New Yorker. Right. He, he actually reminds me of a YouTuber named Quite. I don't know if you've seen any of his stuff, but he's he's a guy who always wears, like, a, a mask and a hoodie and sunglasses so you never actually see his face. No. that That's a lot what his dialogue reminded me of. He's like, oh, yeah, was there this piece of shit named Kano there? It's like, oh, God, I love this guy. He's hilarious.
1: <laughs> so, he was, at, I thought, uh, I thought his, he was kind of cool. Um, and, like I said, the smoke effects were really nice. Mm-hmm. The, uh... The ice effects were super nice, Um, and then Liu Kang's fatality was badass with the fire dragon. Uh, And then the way they the way they even incorporated the whole uh, like how you get these the special abilities thing that was was kind of cool. It's like Mm -hmm. well, we had to go to this place, and you have to you can only like well, I guess I guess you can't only discover it there, but that's where they went to train them because Sonya comes and she has hers as like you know out of you know, wherever, but, yeah. But it was it was cool. I, yeah. yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, I keep saying that, but I mean, it was... I I really enjoyed it. And the the gore, like I said, it was like these moments of gore, but it wasn't a consistent, like, gore fest. It was story, fight, and then some
0: gore, story yeah. fight, and then some gore. It was, like, enough gore to be fanservice-y, but it was never just gore for gore's sake. Yeah. There's never going to be a point where somebody just gets their head punched off and the camera lingers on it. It's like... That they're going to like propel the plot along, have a really nice fight scene, and then they're going to treat you with a fatality shot. And um, th- like they give every character a really nice
1: fatality. Yeah. Uh, there's a, uh, spoiler. Um, Goro gets killed, and there's a part where one of his arm, his hands get cut off. And, but outside just the blood, when the hand gets cut off, like you see like goo and stuff like come out of the stump of his hand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which was, which is kind of neat. So. Yeah, yeah, I I thought this was pretty well done and the um I don't I want to make sure I say the costumes for both Sub-Zero and Scorpion were so good. really well done. So good. I I mean Sub-Zero was just really nice, but I really dug Scorpion's costume. Scorpion's
0: was tight, man. It looked so cool. And uh uh we we kind of called out how Scorpion was going to like come back into the movie and all that. But it wasn't in a disappointing way. It was just like, this is what's leading up to it. This is the payoff that I can see happening. Yes. And so like we, we were watching the final scene and it was like, okay, this is the part where he's going to be on the ropes. Scorpion's going to throw in the rope, do the get over here thing, and then he'll be in the fight and he'll help him. And that's exactly what happened. And it was like, that's okay. Yeah. Because it was cool. And I knew it would happen and look cool. And it's like, okay, well, you know,
1: that's, that's fine. Do it that way.
0: <laughs> Plus the movie
1: opens with, With Sub-Zero killing Scorpion's family, Mm -hmm. well, before he's Scorpion, killing his family, and then them having a really good fight that he barely came out of. I mean, that he barely came out on top of. Um, And if if he hadn't had those ice powers, he would have lost. Yeah. He definitely would have lost. I mean, there's no contesting that. Um, So in the whole thing kind of goes through that, like the lineage, like I destroyed his bloodline, like they can't be, you know, in the tournament and all that stuff. So to have someone else fight Sub-Zero at the end Mm -hmm. would have been a letdown. It had to be, it had to be Scorpion. He had to come back to fight him. So you kind of knew, you had to expect that that was going to happen. Um, and it did in a way that wasn't disappointing. And,
0: um... I mean, they, they don't hold back anything. All the, all the cool shit you see from the games is in that final fight scene. Yes. Scorpion makes an ice, or Sub-Zero makes an ice duplicate of himself. Oh, yeah. That he, like, jumps behind to, to take the shot for him. He makes the wall of icicle spikes and throws Scorpion through it. Scorpion does all the stuff where he'll, like, throw the person in the air, and just, like, jerk on the chain and stop him midair. Only thing he didn't do is teleport. Yeah, he didn't teleport, but, uh, you know, the thing I was really hoping for was his fatality of breathing fire on them yes. and incinerating them. And I was like, if if that's not the fatality he does, I'm going to be disappointed. That was the fatality he did. And I was like, mm-hmm. but yeah, but we see his real face. And in the games, when he rips the mask off, it's just a skull. Mm-hmm. And so then as he's breathing fire, his skin burns away and you see the skull and it's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> These movie makers knew me.
1: <laughs> they knew what I wanted. <laughs> now, there was another part that really, really impressed you. And I'm just gonna I'm just gonna bring it up so you can talk about it. All right. It was uh, when uh, Liu Kang was trying to get the um, the ability out of Kano. Yeah, he kept doing he kept doing something.
0: Oh shit, I'm trying to remember exactly what it was about that because I'm just I'm just picturing Liu Kang doing the bicycle kick. <laughs> so uh, it, was, it
1: was it was when they were they were but well, I guess they were more training and oh it, yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the versus mode fight. Yeah, yeah, it was so perfect. (laughs) I can't believe I forgot that. So, picture back to being a kid in 1995 and playing Mortal Kombat. And you're doing two-player mode, and you've always got that one friend who just does nothing but sweep kick you over and over and over. (laughs) And you think, oh, I'm finally getting the pattern down. And you manage to jump one sweep kick, but then you land as he does another sweep kick. And it's just a, a... perfect match, and you haven't landed a punch on him. they do that.
1: <laughs> and it makes me so happy. <laughs> but there's you know, something else about that that you really liked. Uh, what, what else here? It was his sweep kick was game accurate. Yeah. With the, with the hands on the ground and the foot spinning around. He yeah, did, it, was,
0: it was frame perfect to the animation. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it looks, it, it looks like... That they had to reference the original photographs that were taken for the game. They oh, yeah. had to, to do that. But yeah, he's like, okay, you know, I've, I've trained, I've trained Cole here. Okay, Kano, it's your turn. And he brings him in, and Kano's like, yeah, I can take you. And he just sweep kicks him over and over and over. And Kano's like,
1: do you even know any other moves? <laughs> <laughs> so, there's two things about this that, that immediately stood out to me that I didn't like. Um, one was, there's a part during training where Cole gets cut by uh, Kung Lao's um hat yeah yeah and luke kang doesn't stitch it up he just he <laughs> he he puts some uh uh what do you call it um uh the needles um acupuncture needles in his arm yep, yep. and then uses like his little fireball hands to like kind of cauterize it and but then and he's got a bandage on his arm but then as the movie kind of moves forward, you can see that the, that the wound is seeping through the bandage. And I'm like, okay, so you cauterized, but I saw this big, ugly-ass scar. <laughs> it's still, like, leaking blood and fluid and stuff. Um, you could have stitched it up. You gave Jack's robotic arms, right? I mean, like, the like the steampunk arms, it, just a needle and thread. You could have sewn this up and then cauterized it so it was an open wound. Like you didn't really do me any favor do you know what the fuck you're doing here like okay really because you didn't make things better um so i was like it was like you like what why why did you do that like, it was, it was like, like do you hate me <laughs> okay just like i don't know man i'm
0: not a fucking doctor <laughs> it
1: was, it was like, why, did, why, why did you do this
0: why did you let me <laughs> <laughs> why didn't you stop me you could have said hey burning my wound clothes really hurts man <laughs> you didn't uh, say anything i just kept going
1: so uh so there was that and at the end there's a part where cole a uh, sub-zero kidnaps cole's family and he ices them up like cocoon style like aliens yeah and uh and he's trying to break the ice to free them and he tries to summon his uh his little weapons and he can't but then the next scene, you see him punching them with the weapons.
0: Yeah, yeah. But they
1: never showed how he got them because he tried to. They made a point to show him try to when he couldn't. But then he had them.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: That I that was was jarring to me. I was like, ah, oh, he, he kind of messed up there.
0: Yeah, that was a little bit of sloppy editing. Yeah, but uh, it, it was it was such a great scene. Otherwise, that I was I was able to kind of push past it.
1: See, well, let me, I'm looking at the credits here. Um, editing done by A.A. Ron. See, there you go. There you go.
0: <laughs> you done messed up, A. a. Ron. Uh, I I don't think there was like any bad actors. Even even like the kid was a decent actor.
1: Yeah, yeah, she didn't bother me at all.
0: Uh, that that's always impressive. Kids always piss me off in movies.
1: I will say that I didn't think it. They didn't make it clear to me, and maybe they did. And I just missed it. But they didn't make it clear to me whether the the wife. Was the wife or the girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't even know that was his daughter. I thought that was his kid sister at first. I, I
0: did right at the very start of the movie. Yeah. Because um, he's so young looking. Right. Which that's, you know, just, hey, you know, congratulations, Louis Tan. Yeah. You, you look 15 years younger than you
1: actually are. So good on you. Yeah. So that, um, that was, uh. I I thought that they kind of missed the ball there because I thought that was his, and I still don't, I, I still don't know if it was his wife or his girl, I guess it was his wife. I'm, I'm assuming it's
0: his wife because like the girl calls her mom and calls him dad. So yeah, I'm, I'm just assuming that they're married, but that's, that's because I grew up in a traditional nuclear family and I'll just automatically assume everything is like your traditional nuclear family. And see, I always thought
1: nuclear family meant they were irradiated.
0: I mean, t- uh, to an extent, Yeah. yeah.
1: Now, so. bat shit <laughs> And more batshit! <laughs> so, uh,
0: uh, yeah, no, I mean, it, that that was a little bit hard to follow, but, like...
1: It didn't take away from the story.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I, I was just confused for, like, maybe 30 seconds and then got over it, basically. Yeah. Because, you know, it's it's like you, I was like, oh, this is his kid's sister, and she just watched him get the shit kicked out of him. And then the the wife comes up and the girl's like hey mom and then he stands up and he's like hey and it's like oh he's you know he's gonna hug his mom and then they just do this open mouth kiss and it's like oh oh i think i understand what's going on the
1: movie takes place in west virginia <laughs> i get it now <laughs> there's
0: several strong possibilities as to what's going on so that really is a birthmark
1: <laughs> like it, it's, it's like no no you haven't been, you have been entered into a tournament that's uh <laughs> That's just one of those things that gets passed out from family to family when you're family to family.
0: (laughs) We need to do a hillbilly version of Mortal Kombat.
1: (laughs) Mortal Kombat! (laughs) Well, the prize is going to be this hooch. Someone already (laughs) drank it all, so game's over. Fuck (laughs) y'all. Bubba already drank all the moonshine. (laughs) And it's giving me (laughs) superpowers. No, Bubba, you're just drunk. (laughs) Now, now,
0: this, this match... Billy Bob and Cooter is going to fight each other. So, uh, y'all pick
1: your weapons. Yeah, I'm going to eat this mushroom. It's going to give me fire powers.
0: <laughs> nah, 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 no. nah. I just got to get my coon dog here. I'm just going to shake him on you, dude. Go, okay. go get him, you forget him, boy. Nah, 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 nah.
1: Well, he didn't give me firepower. He gave me the ability to, to, to spit acid out my mouth. No, you're foaming out the mouth here, because uh, I think you've been poisoned.
0: Ah, <laughs> you... My, my special move is I'm going to shit myself and pass out. Uh.
1: I love it. <laughs> He knocks him down. The fatality is, like, he gets, he gets in his, like, mobile home and he just drives over the guy. Honk, <laughs> honk, <hong>, motherfucker!
0: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... One of the fighting arenas is just in the back of a truck on blocks. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: can't move around this goddamn truck, Bubba! <laughs> the fight starts off. And he's like... Oh, I wish one of you son of a bitch ain't all lucky charms. Fight. He beat the guy and he's like on his knees. So like he's wobbling back and forth. You bend him over, you yank down his pants and shove a pacifier up his ass and says, Baby Bality. <laughs> <laughs> Now make sure you wash that thing off and give it back to me tonight. You know I can't sleep. <laughs> 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 uh, so yeah, <laughs> Mortal Kombat is uh is pretty cool. So. very,
0: very fun movie. Yeah. Like I mean I again, I don't think there's anything like seriously wrong like with the script or with the acting or anything. No. I, you know, not no it's not like it's not gonna like blow you away and be like, "Oh, this was a life changing story." But it it was structured, it was functional, and it it did well as far as all that goes. But setting all that aside, even if it wasn't, it's still just a fun movie. Heck yeah! I went into this to have fun, and I had fun. Yes. wasn't disappointed for a single second of that. Yep, I would. Uh, I
1: second that emotion.
0: So yeah, and. uh... Jessica McNamee and Sissy Stringer if, if either of y'all are listening to this podcast please please message us please
1: and uh and the, the girl with the wings got split in half if you're interested in getting split in half again <laughs> <laughs> come to Turk's house
0: <laughs> split in half from the other in this go around
1: <laughs> I mean if you're still fine to hit first by all means but uh <laughs> I mean
0: if you want to see a real flawless victory I mean <laughs>
1: And could be no bay Battle, ladies, though. <laughs> I'm gonna wrap my shit up, baby. <laughs> I think it's time for me to leave. Get over here! <laughs> and I'm like, uh, no, not not yet, not yet. I'm almost there. I'm sorry. <laughs> Turk wins. <laughs> uh, all right, so. Uh, <sighs> My name is Turk One Eight Two, and I'm Akomi. And this has been our "You Should Watch" of uh, Mortal Kombat 2021. On a scale of one to ten, what would you give it? I give it. I give it a solid eight, man. I would too.
0: Uh, I think that's perfectly fair. Yeah,
1: I mean, again, we're, we're not comparing this to, okay, like a classic movie, like compared to Citizen Kane, but no, but like <laughs> in 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 the category that this movie lies in, you know, it's a solid eight, most definitely.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. It, it's the first video game movie I've seen that's good as a video game movie. It's not good in spite of itself. Yeah. It's not like the Mario Brothers movie where it's like, yes, it's shit, but it's fun. You know, it's fun shit. It's like, no, this is just, this is a solid video game movie.
1: This so. this is better than the Street Fighter movie, um, which... <laughs> it has to be. <laughs> I mean, as, as bad as a Street Fighter movie is, watching Jean-Claude Van Damme try to deliver his lines and it's like, you know, <laughs> and it's like, who wants to stay here? And who wants to go with me? You know, it's like... <laughs> And of course, the, the 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 line that just makes the movie just makes the movie what it is is in Bison's like line. Yeah, and it's like you know, for you, like the day in Bison came to your village was the most important day of your life. But for me, it was Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> that line alone just makes the whole movie. That, that
0: is really good. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. Um, so, sorry about all the spoilers. If you listened to this and you were on the fence about, oh, should I watch it or not? But
1: I mean, come on, you weren't really expecting to go into this movie, but like, don't don't, don't tell me anything. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to know who wins. (laughs) Uh, Oh, and I just have to say, Raiden kind of delivers some of his lines, like Christopher Lambert from the first one. Yeah,
0: yeah, a little bit.
1: Uh, You know, especially remember that one part when they go to, I forget what they go to do, and he's like, Ah, ah ah and he like yeah. shakes his finger. there was there was like an ah, ah, ah kind of moment in this movie here i was like oh my goodness <laughs> it's uh, and even even like a reptiles attack yeah is very reminiscent of the first one mm-hmm. the way he kind of moves in and stuff so yeah, it, yeah. it's almost like it's 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 like bringing the move the game to life but also it's like Let's just kind of like tip our hat to the first and yeah, be like, yeah. thank you for opening the door so we can eventually make a better movie.
0: Yeah, there's there's like some loving tributes to the original movie. And, of course, right there in the big final fight, Shang Tsung yells, finish him, which is cool. Or finish them, I guess. Right. Finish them. So that was cool. So. Uh,
1: yeah, so I don't know. I'd have to take a look and see if Ed Boon did the voice of Scorpion for mm-hmm. like to get over here. Because he, my understanding is he does, he's been doing the voice of Scorpion throughout the entire thing. Like, I think he says so, that, yeah. so... If he didn't I can kind of understand but I would feel better if he did. Yeah,
0: that that would be cool but But yeah, um yeah, solid solid movie so definitely give it a watch. Yep.
1: Oh, so uh thank you all for joining us and uh tune in again for some more of our uh let's watch uh, or I'm uh, sorry, you should watch or you shouldn't watch or just our regular mom um, sink we're funny um deal podcast which uh i think our new slogan is we're guaranteed to offend you on some level <laughs> you know you, you might get through one or two of them unscathed but you know just keep going <laughs> just get time yeah we're we're guaranteed to offend you on some level and i think that's going to be our selling point from right now it's like for it's like you know what you know we we can't offend, no matter who you are, <laughs> we can offend you on some level. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah you be know, like, not me, man. Nothing bothers me. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> All uh, right. Bye, everybody. Zang, yo.
0: All right there, folks. That was Our Moms Think We're Funny. Let's, uh, Let's give him a hand.